Welcome to the clinical podcast series brought to you by the American Academy of Optometry Foundation. Today's episode is brought to you by the OVS Announces channel with K-Series Tattoo Associated Uveitis. I'd like to thank our host and topical editor today, Dr. Mika Moy, and our topical expert, Dr. Nick Colatrella. And now it's my pleasure to begin today's broadcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome. In this episode, we're going to be discussing a paper that looks at a case series of tattoo-related uveitis. And maybe you didn't know that was a thing, but it's a thing. I'm Dr. Mika Moy, and our guest expert for this episode is Dr. Nick Colatrella, who's one of our newest board members of the Academy and is the owner of Pinecone Vision Center in Minnesota. Welcome, Nick. Well, thank you. Hello, Mika. It is so great to be here. Thank you for inviting me. I'm a huge fan of the Clinical Podcast Series, and I'm a huge fan of Journal Club, so I'm excited to be a part of this. And thank you for all you do for the foundation, and congratulations to you for being a foundation board member. And thank you for supporting the Academy's mission of promoting the art and science of vision care through lifelong learning. That is why Nick is on our board. Okay, today our article is called Case Series, Tattoo-Associated Uveitis by Peterson and Patterson, which was published in the Academy's journal Optometry and Vision Science. So let's dive in. Have you ever seen a case of tattoo-associated uveitis, Nick? Well, I tell you what, that's a really good question, right? We used to think the majority of uh, uveitic cases were idiopathic, right? Then the Douglas uveitis evaluation algorithm came along and taught us if we just ask our acute anterior uveitis patients if they had back pain, about 40% of them were found to have a spondal arthropathy that was HLA B27 positive. So I can't say that I've asked all those other idiopathic uveitis patients if they had tattoos recently or not, but I bet if I had, I'd be able to answer yes to your question because I'm sure I've seen a case of tattoo uveitis, but just haven't known it. Yeah, you know, I don't usually ask that in my workup either. But so these authors are convinced that the two cases that they talk about are tattoo related. And why did they think that? Well, essentially, they had two independent cases of patients with uh, simultaneous tattoo inflammation and bilateral anterior uveitis. And quite frankly, I commend the authors for having a high index of suspicion that something else was going on and asked about the patient's tattoos. Tattoo-associated uveitis describes simultaneous tattoo inflammation and uveitis, especially when that uveitis is not responsive to topical steroids alone, and the patient's systemic lab workup is not suggestive of other entities, and the patients have repeated recurrences until the tattoo is removed. That seems to kind of seal it for me. Tattoos removed, uveitis goes away, probably tattoo uveitis. Yeah. Right, and then what if your first tattoo is really gigantic? you're in trouble. Right. Okay. So in the past, I know that sarcoidosis has been tagged as a culprit for these cases. There seemed to be some sort of association with sarcoidosis. Um, Was that the case for these two cases? Well, there are multiple etiologies of tattoo-associated uveitis, and uh, includes sarcoidosis, hypersensitivity reactions, and unknown etiologies. Sarcoidosis, as we know, is an unknown etiology primarily affecting the pulmonary and lymphatic system with the immune non-sensitating granulomas. 
It can be triggered, though, by infections in certain substances in the environment. However, the exact cause, as we said, is unknown. The skin, however, is only affected in a small percentage of the time, and common reactions do include papules or nodules, especially on tattoos where the areas of the elevated ink become indurated and raised. But there have been several cases of tattoo granulomas and uveitis reported without any evidence of systemic sarcoidosis before, and they suspected a cause is a delayed hypersensitivity reaction or what is believed to be a localized form of sarcoidosis. But the authors, you know, they were trying to figure out what they had, so they did an extensive lab panel in each of the patients, which were essentially unremarkable except the first patient had a little bit of a higher angiotensin converting enzyme, but they had a normal chest X-ray. So they ruled out TB, Lyme disease, syphilis, HLA B27s, and many other uh, systemic inflammatory diseases. And their case histories and demographics helped rule out chlamydial and herpetic uveitis, Fuchs uveitis syndrome, Bichette's disease, and all the radiological chest X-rays were unremarkable. So they were smart enough, uh, as I commend them again, to send their patients to derm for uh, skin biopsies, which revealed the non-cessitating granulomas with black ink inside, which gave the provisional diagnosis of sarcoidosis. Uh, and it's also important to note that uh, these patients in the study presented uh, no inflammation of their tattoos at least one year after the placement. So that's a long time. It takes some time for this delayed hypersensitivity reaction to occur. So in the literature, it states about six months, but in their case, it was about a year afterward. And that's where they came up with a potential sarcoidosis um, reaction. So one thing I learned from this paper is that 25% of Americans have tattoos. Now, I don't have a tattoo, although I've considered getting one, but I don't yet have one. Do you have a tattoo? Uh, no, I, I was also surprised about that. What was it? 24 to 29% of the U.S. population had at least one, too. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. I'll tell you what, though, I was even more surprised to learn that the U.S. Um, Food and Drug Administration has not approved any pigments for injection into the skin for cosmetic purposes. So everybody that's getting tattoos, it's non-FDA approved. And furthermore, the FDA receives hundreds of reports of adverse events uh, related to tattooing every year. Uh, but my biggest takeaway was that the uh, tattoo-associated UVIS has reported in the literature since 1952. Where have I been with this topic? You know, I so uh, I think it is something that we probably should consider in our differential, right? Uh, I think the answer is get it in there. It's rare, uh, but it needs to be in our differential diagnosis and at least a question that comes up to your patients with acute anterior UVIS, especially in somebody that has had a tattoo that's more than six months old, not the responding in their treatments the way we expected it to be so and i think my main takeaway is when you take the dive and get your first tattoo make it small in case <laughs> and wait a while before you get your second one yeah yeah i mean i i you know when i was younger i used to think about getting a tattoo and i was a huge fan of the uh, dc football franchise which is now the commanders but they changed their name twice so if i would have gotten the tattoo when i was younger i'd have this offensive symbol on my body now so oh, i'm glad no. i didn't get one so yeah all right well let's end it there thank you so much for joining us today dr colatella it's been my pleasure thanks for having me mika yeah and a special thanks to CooperVision for their educational grant to make it all happen.